What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned in to Season 6, Episode 12 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me on my partners in crime, we got Des the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Uh, not much. Just it's always a good day when I'm able to talk to you guys and and talk shop about um about video games. You know, you know, we love them. Absolutely. And of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka the sh- the. Uh, I was about to. I got my own my own lines mixed up, aka the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Just uh, hunker down as per norm. All right, now, I almost so. called you the show enough of gaming. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, sir. Not me. <laughs> yeah, he's all Joe's not the master. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> If y'all got that reference, you know, give a shout out in the in the yeah. comments. <laughs> if you're an old geezer like me and you know where that, where that name yeah. came from, uh, you get three po- three bonus points from uh, from this episode. So yeah. <laughs> it came from that seminal '80s movie, Jim Cotta, right? Okay, get uh, out of here. Get out. No, no, get no. Out. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Not even close. Jukata, <laughs> come on. Come on, you combine gymnastics though. and kung fu. It great. was probably just as corny. <laughs> great movie, though. Jimkata. Love it. Love it. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we're going to tackle our first topic on the docket. As always, it's going to be our playlist. So, Des, why don't you enlighten the folks on what you've been playing lately, man? All righty. So, what have I been playing? Uh, Aside from playing uh, Work From Home, that game that a lot of people are playing right now, I I assume, um, I've been playing just the old standbys, actually. been really looking forward to uh, to actually finishing um, World Tears in division two that's right you know joe's joe's got me you know on there working the division two with him joe enjoys that game quite a bit he indeed he 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 is he has turned into pookie from new jack city uh (laughs) he's got to play it you know it be calling him man it be calling him and i'm trying to tell him like joe we can play something else and he's like okay sure right and then we'll play something else and then the minute I sign off, he's back on that. He's back on it. So I don't know what what they did to my boy, but you know he's 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 feeling it. So, so yeah, playing a lot of Division Two, and I have to admit it's been it has been fun. Uh, um, you would think playing a lot of the um once you beat the game, you know, and Black Tusk rolls in, it does get uh it does get harder, and it all becomes about um. Uh, it all becomes about like your 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 level and your and your it's your a gear check yeah yeah, yeah your your you said a gear check gear checking yeah, yeah. basically yeah. yeah so it turns into that and which is interesting um I, but the thing that's kind of weird about it is as is I can't really seem to um or or I kind of miss not miss but it's you can do you can do anything you want to do in that game and so there's a way like there is no kind of way 
you should be tackling things, which I think is kind of cool. It's this open world, and so you can do various different missions, or you can just do the main missions to uh, to continue or to increase the world tier. So I think that's an interesting, you know, game design because you can literally just 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 play all the stuff at like world tier one, you know, before going to world tier two, two or three, or you can just kind of, you know, burn through the the world the tiers, tiers yeah. you know which is which is an interesting you know decision you know that you have but but you really need to just kind of go ahead and and do all the world tier stuff that way you can get your um your weaponry up and running because uh in your armor uh in your skill level because the game uh got really hard like it got it got harder like the 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 they turned up the the um the heat on that uh and i was not expecting it so i'm just kind of like okay and it really becomes dependent on the gear that you're rocking and the percentages that you're getting uh due to your your your, your gear specific like weapons and and what role you're trying to run within the group and i usually run a support type of character i always have it's it's a it's a play style that i like so i'm usually the healer and so so i'm trying to maximize that aspect of my speciality and my weapons and stuff like that um so it's been interesting um uh playing that role with this you know and so and you can really play i mean it's not a role dependent game you can do anything you want you know but but it is very um it's very important that you at least think about what you're trying to do and then and then play to those like like pick a style and like play to it you know and if you don't want that then you can play to something else you know so so that's been interesting figuring out that aspect of the game and then uh, Joe and I started doing um, the 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 dark zones or or the player versus player versus you know environment, environment. kind yeah. of uh, uh, sections of the game, and that was very interesting. The first time we went in, um, I had never been there, and I guess it's part of a mission that you're supposed to a mission, but I never did the mission, and so we finally did. And they give you a little thing about the dark zones, and there's three different dark zones you can go to, and. So we went to the first one and uh, got our stuff, and we got killed a bunch of times. But it was fun. Ran into another, ran into another player, and they were really cool. Uh, helped us defeat some people, and it was just interesting, you know, running around and doing that. Well, we went to a second dark zone, dark zone south. Yeah, yeah dark and, zone and... south. And I think we did south side. Dark, yeah, south side. Uh, <laughs> represent. Um, and we. I think we did something and we became rogue by accident. And because out of nowhere, we're fighting these people out of nowhere, two other player players came up and just wasted us. It was, Oh damn. It was crazy. Like they just laid waste to our bodies and everything. And I was just like, well, okay. And I just immediately I wasn't left. expecting it. Yeah. No, I immediately first... left. And then, and then the thing that was crazy about it was, we started hearing their audio, and I don't know if they could hear our audio, but they, they sounded like 14-year-olds, and they were like, oh, yo, come back, come again soon, or, or you know, or, I think, I think, I think my, my, my weapon, you know, or whatever, killed both of them, I don't know, but, you know, whatever, ha, 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 and I, at that point, I was like, all right, I'm done, you know, I signed out of the, the dark zone, went back. Went back and started playing PVE, and Joe stayed in there and was doing stuff. And I was just like, "All right, well, you have fun, you know." But I'm out, mm. buddy. I'm out. Um, 
There, I think there is a setting to turn off their audio. I think they have a thing to where you're able know. to hear them. But it's, you know, me playing Dark Zone in the in the past with people that are helping me, I did not able to hear their audio oh. on there. I'm thinking only when you go maybe rogue on there is when oh. uh, you're able to hear them if they're they're in the vicinity. Yeah, so. be, yeah, because when that guy came and helped us in um in Dark Side or whatever Dark, Dark, Dark Zone, Zone. Uh, yeah. East. We didn't hear him, so yeah, yeah. I think I think I think we became rogue by accident or some shit like that. I don't. Know. Oh, I just I just grabbed something, and there was a shade tech on the wall or something. Oh, I okay. grabbed the shade tech. Uh, it basically put like other rogue um, players, like actual human players, uh, out to where we could see what gear they had and if we wanted to attack them or not. So, oh, I didn't know because I was yeah. I, I was just following Joe, and so when Joe touched it. You know, I was like, oh, let's just touch this thing. Yay. And then, well, there yeah. we go. <laughs> you know, since we're talking about the game now, what I've been kind of doing, we got up to World Tier 2 because, you know, we got in and you barely even touched World Tier 1. And we just, like, kind of went through World Tier 2. And um, I, what I've been noticing is that, you know, before I was doing a lot of grinding um, to be able to get better gear. But uh, I'm pretty much almost up to 350 now. And I kind of do, like, the loadout. I, I'm getting or what i have currently so i'm ready to kind of do the story missions to get up to world tier three but there's other stuff there's bounties of course kind of similar to destiny uh there is uh you know daily and weekly missions too as far as do on there a lot of it's just uh, just more rewards and more uh, points for your specialization on there uh i did that gunner mission des that we we tried to do because i wasn't credited to kill the guy at the end of that uh, particular mission i didn't get credit for it but i switched back to my gunner uh, specialization and finish that particular mission and so a lot of the specializations the, it just kind of lies upon uh, a lot of cosmetics like uh, like once i passed the the tier two on the gunner i got a um gun um shader and then a blueprint to um, do a particular type of backpack so i mean each tier once you go up it's going to go up in difficulty i know i was reading something online about the gunner on there yet you have to kill a particular boss with like fire or something like that later yeah. on where you're going to have to be really specific i know the next tier for gunner that's right now i'm supposed to knock the helmet off of the boss before i kill them on there so i'm gonna kind of research that kind of go from there but a lot of it's just for in inconsequential stuff to me uh like you know shaders and that kind of stuff so it depends on how much i really want to get into getting all the multiple tiers of each uh, particular specialization or not so yeah so that's uh that's uh, Div uh division two i've also been playing uh final fantasy 14 that's been fun um i fired up uh elder scrolls online and started doing their Elseworld content. I got it for super cheap. So uh, that was fun as well. So um, mainly just, just trying to, you know, keep myself busy, uh, enjoy playing stuff with uh, Joe. Um, we're thinking about going back and actually playing that Iceborne uh, content. We, we, we got it. I played a little bit of it. Um, and for whatever, for whatever reason, it just didn't really kind of resonate with me at, at that time. Uh, but I know that, uh, Kevin really got into it, and so we're thinking about taking going back to it and then um, playing it with, with Kevin. So, uh, 
yeah so that's mainly it i haven't really been playing my uh switch that much lately um just haven't really wanted you know to to turn it on so just been just been connecting with my um with my ps4 so uh that's pretty much what i've been playing so kev what have you been playing uh, I've been playing. I've been playing some Ori. I went back to Ori: Will of the Wisps and on the Xbox. Turned that on. Um, you know, I'm. I initially said, uh, not in, on a. I think it was a, a, a. Well, Twitter is my only social media thing that I have. So, I think I initially said that um, you people should check out Ori and the Will of the Wisps, even if they're not you know, necessarily fans of the platformer. I probably put said that a little too early. Oh, I was probably around like mm, when I was about four and a half hours into the game. Now I'm at about maybe about seven to eight hours into the game. And yeah, you really need to be a fan of platformers. Uh, once you get to the, once you, uh, pass that, um, that mark. And again, because this is a, uh, uh, a uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, what do they call that castle? Oh, castle, uh, uh, Metroidvania, castle, Metroidvania. Yeah, Metroidvania style game. I really don't know exactly how far I am into it. All I know is that I'm at a section where I'm constantly going from one section. I'm getting a new power. Okay, well, can, can I use this power at this un- unresearched area here? Yes, no. You know, it's almost like I'm uh, I'm checking to see. Uh, you know, what I can do with each new power that I unlock. So, um, and I think I've unlocked just about all of the powers. The only thing that things that I'm unlocking right now are just kind of augments to my existing powers. So um, it's still fun, but it's getting a lot harder. Uh, so I kind of, uh, I, I want to retract that statement. <laughs> you really should be a fan of, platformers uh, uh before but, you jump into into ori will of the wisp but was it a was it like a, a hardcore spike or did it gradually get more um more difficult well unlike the first game which just spiked hard in my opinion mm. what it does is that it 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 basically does the same thing but it teaches you new techniques and new skills but then throws those skills at you kind of unexpectedly. Mm. Uh, for example, I've got a skill that allows me to either uh, to jump off an enemy projectile and and or send that projectile back at the enemy. So, and depending on how you use it, it will send Ori in a different direction. It'll either go up, you can send him 360 degrees, uh, 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 rotation from that from that projectile. Now the, the, that's all well and good, but then you I'm in a I'm in an area now where I'm trying to turn on this water to this ancient this ancient mill, and I, there are sections where it's just constant enemies shooting out at in, in constant rhythmic rhythmic uh, patterns, but you've got to negotiate up down and around to get to this to get to what you need to get to and then you've got to traverse back there's no safe places to land you have to move from projectile to projectile 
and push Ori from one area of thorns to another area of thorns. You can't touch the thorns. If you do, that's it's not instant death because I've improved my health, but it, it's 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 your 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 energy bar will will rapidly decrease down if you make contact with those thorny areas. And it's like this whole section is like that. So it's it very much reminds you of the skills that you've unlocked and it makes you have to master them, which is not a bad thing, but you just need to be prepared for that. And you really need to be into those types of mechanics. Uh, otherwise I could see where a lot of folks would probably just like, you know, well, you know, platformers are okay. Platformers are okay, but you know, I, I think I've played as far into this game as I think I'm going to. Um, and I probably hit that, I probably hit that area probably where for folks that didn't finish the game, I would imagine it's where they probably stopped. Um, I'm going to go ahead and keep on playing through it because I really want to see the story to the end because I think it's got an excellent story. Um, <clears throat> and the boss characters so far have just been really impressive. Uh, but yeah, you're definitely going to want to be a be a fan of a of difficult platformers. Now, if you're now if you're someone who speed runs Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy, this is probably kid child's play to you. Mm. But if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're not, uh, you know, I like platformers. I'm not a super fan of them. You know, you give me a Klonoa, you give me a Mario, and I'll probably play it. But it's not my favorite genre ever. So I'm definitely being being taxed, uh, trying to progress through these different through these different areas, trying to complete this this particular quest that I'm on. So, but definitely enjoying Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, <clears throat> the next game I've been playing a lot of has been Horizon Zero Dawn. I am closing in on what I believe is the end game. Uh, the end game. I think the last two or three in-game missions. I'm closing in on those right now. Um, one of the things that is like, and I'm, I probably make this mistake. I made, I make this mistake with long in-depth open world games like this all the time. It's like, they'll be, they'll, they'll have all of the tools that'll be available to you, right? From the kind of right from the jump, meaning in this case, like different weapons, you know, like you've got several different kinds of bows, you've got a couple different kinds of slings, and you've got a couple different kinds of weapons that put traps out, right? And I completely ignored the slings. I mean, completely ignored them. It's like I I, I didn't see, I wasn't ha having a need for the slings at all. And so I'm, I'm you know, moseying on down through going through you know doing some some side quests and completing my story missions and i'm running into these what they call uh, uh behemoths which are like these these giant metal rhinoceros looking things I, I don't know what i don't know what you'd call them but yeah my little bow and arrow wasn't cutting it <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean i was those them things were lighting me up and i was like well damn how do you get past you these stupid things so no 
no, no. I you got to use the slings. Yeah, you sorry. Use, yeah, you got to set up. Yeah, traps you don't. You stuff. don't trap. You don't. Yeah, I mean, you can. The tr- well, you don't really trap anything. Yeah, yeah. You have to set up the the, the weird little but, like the the uh the 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 trip wires and stuff like that. Yeah, the trip wire. Yeah, the trip wires. I at least the one that I had really didn't work because oh. I had like the green. The, the green one uh but these behemoths man were like rocking my world so i had to go ask like my i'm trying to figure out what the heck am i doing wrong it's like oh i completely neglected my slings so there's two different kinds of slings there's one that does elemental damage and two and another one that does blast and uh will, will blast damage so <clears throat> I had to upgrade those or or get better slings and because uh, I'm I'm I've got like the highest level bow some of the highest level bows in the game right now. I'm trying to get uh which is the the shadow the shadow uh bows, and they've got shadow slings and uh, shadow uh shadow casters. I've got a shadow rope caster which is really dope because it'll it it, it ties stuff down real quick without having to freaking use as many ropes to tie stuff down uh but i had to go and i had to get some some blaster slings so now i've got i went back and fought the behemoths using those blasters and that's really what you needed to do uh another thing i i I forgot to get (laughs) was my uh my armor shredder arrows which only certain bows can shoot that type of ammo so I had to get um, I had to get a particular type of bow, a uh, war bow, I believe it's called, and that one shoots uh, the uh, the armor shredding uh, ammo, which is kind of because it's kind of cool because what you do is you, you when you hit uh, uh, mech, uh, these uh, animals with it, these zoids with it, <clears throat> it will shred their armor plating. And that armor plating you can pick up for uh, currency or items to trade with merchants, but it also exposes uh, weak points uh, better. And so if they're weak to impact damage, which is like high impact arrows or everything is is weak to blast damage. So you definitely want to have that blast sling with you for some of the like the larger enemies, but... Yeah, so I definitely needed that. Um, also in the game, I have I have unlocked and completed all but the last cauldron. And the reason why I couldn't complete the last cauldron was because you have to fight a thunder jaw in a closed in, in a closed arena, and that ain't easy. Um, and I did not have uh, blast slings or elemental slings with me, so now that I have those, I can go back. <clears throat> and do that last cauldron the reason why you want to do the cauldrons and the cauldrons are like these and they don't take very long to do um they're then there's not i wouldn't even call it puzzle puzzle elements environmental puzzle elements necessarily it's a lot of it is just doing a little bit of exploration just so that you make your way through it um, and the reason you want to do those is your your character ha- Aloy has the ability to hack all of the all of the zoids in the environment and for every cauldron you do that opens up another group of zoids you can hack so like by the time i finish when i finish the um uh the third the i mean well, I'll, I'll say the last cauldron 
uh, fight the thunder, th fight the thunder jaw and beat it. I'll be able to hack thunder jaws and everything else in the environment, which is really cool because you can you can kind of <laughs> you can you can uh, watch watch uh, uh, chaos ensue. You know, like you you can you'll hack like like I hacked a, a sawtooth couple uh one time and it just went on this rampage and just started killing everything in its environment and then everything hones in on it and so you're just watching this huge fight take place and there's you know mech parts and and head mech heads flying everywhere <laughs> you know when the dust clears you you finish off who's left and you just start you start shopping for zoid parts and you get everything you need to to make your ammo and uh, currency for the for for the for the merchants and whatnot so i i've just been really enjoying that game uh, so that has been uh, um, <clears throat> a really a really exciting uh, venture. Uh, it's something I'm I still feel ashamed for not getting to it until now. Uh, but it, it's it's been a, an absolute blast to play. And of course, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Still chasing some of those augments. My ice bow is fully augmented now, so um, I can do. Um, I can pretty much hunt uh, elder dragons solo without too much trouble. That are for those dra dragons that are elements. Uh, those uh, elder dragons that are weak to ice. Uh, so, like I did a, uh, I soloed a tempered. Um, what was that? A tempered silver rathalos was it? But, I mean, yeah, silver rathalos and a. Um, there was another one that I did. I can't remember which one, but I successfully soloed those two uh, with my with my fully augmented uh, ice bow and gear. So yeah. that was pretty. Cool. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of which is kind of sort of I'm 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 in pro I'm encroaching that in game. That's kind of like been my monster hunter goal was to be able to to do some of those those tempered elder dragon solo, and I've got one. I've got my ice bow fully augmented and I'll probably do maybe one or two more. Um, also, it, I, I was able to get a hold of the uh, spread jewel uh, decoration, which is kind of is one of those critical jewels that you need, especially if you're running bow. Well, only if you're running bow, because I think that's only it, it only applies to bow, but it's pretty crucial. Uh, your your spread shot it increases the power of your spread shot and your spread shot is what you use up close to really you know knock parts off a monster and put into a, a stun state so um, I got one of those jewels that is hard getting those jewels is hard so I've been running um, the the deco farm because there's a there's a the blossom season something the season of the blossom or some type of season going on and whenever there's a season in Monster Hunter, it always brings back all the old uh, events, including the new ones. So um, the event that I'm doing is called "My Name Is Lavasaroth." It's that it's that fire that fire lava salamander that you have to fight. Mm. And basically, as you fight him, when he jumps from uh, fire pit to fire pit. Uh, he every uh, fireball that he unleashes turns into a deco. 
So you want to get him to do that as many times as you possibly can before time runs out. And then you just run around the field and pick up all the decorations that he leaves behind. Um, and uh, that's where I was able to get the spread jewel. So I want to get like maybe one or two more uh, farm that event. <clears throat> and I think I'll probably be done with the, with the, uh, the, deco farming because i pretty much have everything else that i need for the for the weapons that i use which is charge blade and bow so after i get after i get a couple of spread jewels i'll really be able to maximize my my in-game gear so damn it looks like uh, you're gonna be carrying joe and i when we start playing again <laughs> yeah yeah i can <laughs> i'll be able to i'll be able to i'll be able to to to, to give you some help i mean the I don't know what weapons you guys are going to, or if you guys are going to stick with the weapons you were using before, if you're going to switch up to something different. Um, the one thing I wish Monster Hunter allowed you to do is I wish it allowed you to gift resources to other players. Um, mm. But I wish it did that, but you can't do that. One thing I will tell you, though, is that once you get... It's like hoard everything that you can. Collect every resource that you come across, even if it's stuff that you don't need. Because once you get into end game, the elder melder, um, that 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 person that make that can either make decorations or parts for you, uh, they come in, and I only discovered this by accident after I had maxed out my 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 bow, my uh, um, my ice bow. She will, I'm I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. She can make monster parts. And I start going through and she's got like 16 pages. For me, she's got 16 pages of monster parts that she can make. So I could have been going to, because I have so much crap hoarded. I could have just had her make like most <laughs> of the stuff I was grinding for. Instead of grinding for it, once I opened it up in the, in the, uh, in the guided lands, I could have just had her make the stuff. Because because she was using stuff, I have like 400 units of a certain type of rock or 800 units of a certain type of crystal, you know. And I just hoarded all that stuff since I've been playing the game. There you go. So she could have been making all that stuff for me. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like I uh, I maxed out I maxed out my fire charm and my um. But my frost charm that way because I discussed like wait a minute I I'll just have her make all this stuff and she doesn't charge you money she just charges you resource points and I've got a crap ton of resource points there you go so, so yeah that's that's pretty much what I've been doing um um I ordered a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus I almost was going to go on a gaming spree and pick up uh Resident Evil three and um. Final Fantasy VII, but I'm gonna hold off on those two because I'm still I'm 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 still working through um, Horizon, and I'm just gonna get I'm gonna get through Horizon, maybe one or two other games in my backlog before I start worrying about you know ordering other games that are gonna take a long time to finish. So be smart about that. <clears throat> so uh, already then, well, uh, Joe, what you been playing, man? I already talked about what I've been playing, you, but uh, that's it. Right, but, you we're playing some other stuff. I thought at you least. were dead with just sharing the the the, the uh, division the, two stuff. No, I haven't. I've not played anything oh. other than division two. Oh. I did play last night because um, I oh, 
been trying to reorganize my living room and to get everything rewired and whatnot. So uh, pretty much uh, I took down all the wiring in my entertainment system in the living room, pushed my entertainment system back uh, to where the wires made more sense. Everything was not tangled with one another. Uh, hooked up my PlayStation VR um, out box as far as the uh, out video out box on there. Um, you know, and I, you know, Thursday, a couple days ago, I was having some issues uh, as far as my screen blacking out every so often. It, it wound up being a handshake issue on there. So what I had to do is go into the uh, PlayStation 4 uh, display settings and basically set to a particular type on there. So, so. It, was a, so it was a handset handshaking issue. So they were trying to they were maintaining social distance and didn't want to work for you or <laughs> yeah there you go because so i was like hmm <laughs> well what happened was is that um my uh, hdr wound up um basically just flashing on and off on there because of the fact that the it couldn't handle it with the particular um, setting it was on on there so it's good handling and yeah there's two different types of video settings um on there it's uh, I'm trying to get the a particular uh, coding that way, if I can impart some wisdom to you guys on this, possibly. But, uh, you know, you have to make sure, one, that you have good, proper, high-definition HDMI cables on there uh, because of the fact if you don't have proper HDMI cables with uh, HD signals, if need be, uh, it will not work, especially if you do have a, a HDR10 enabled TV. But there's two separate settings for um, PlayStation. It's uh, YUV420 and then RGB on there. And usually if uh, you're going to leave it normally on, just let the PlayStation decide what the uh, particular uh, video setting it's on. But uh, yeah, I had to set it to YUV420 for it to be able to work properly with no back and forth between my TV and uh, the um, video outbox. On there, so everything works. Uh, I was trying something different yesterday when it blacked out on me, but uh, pretty much uh, I know what I need to do on there. I was just worried that uh, running it with one particular video setting was going to affect the uh, fidelity of the uh, graphics on the TV, but there seems like there's no loss in fidelity. And I'm hoping kind of that this is resolved by the PlayStation 5 once it does come out, and as far as how it's going to be handled on there but you know tv technology is always evolving so we'll have to see how everything goes with uh, that business on there but uh, i made sure i uh, had everything else connected as well so i fired up my xbox for the first time in about three weeks um, fired up my switch on there made sure the connections were on there and i also fired up my playstation 3 for the first time in a few months on there so and a guy into the os uh, wound up i did have some games downloaded from way back when like 2012 2014 and it's like okay well do i need this 10 gigabyte uh dragon's dogma download no i do not i have dragon's dogma for playstation 4 so i was going in and you know having to wait for like a uh, big game in that era to delete you're sitting there for like four or five minutes usually <laughs> to be able to get that done um what one thing they did update the firmware with PlayStation 3. If you logged in um, after the launch of the PS4, there was like messages 
every time someone like texted you like, hey, I'm in the chat or something like that, you would get the same messages when you signed on to your PlayStation 3 on there. And you have to go in and delete them on there. You would get a notification of all your uh, back and forth chat from PlayStation 4 on the PlayStation 3. So they went in and uh, disabled that. So that way you don't have to deal with all the uh, back and forth if need be. But uh, then I. So you had a ton of them, I'm assuming? I had a few of them, yeah. Uh, I went and just mass deleted them, but it was kind of cool to go back to that, uh, you know, OS. You know, I, I love the fact that the PlayStation 3 um, firmware is that, you know, I tweaked a lot more with my themes and that kind of thing. I was able to put backgrounds on there, you know, and to be able to do odds and ends on there. And so I changed my theme and um I wound up putting a game in last night just to give it a go. Um, I downloaded, uh, not downloaded, but I uh, got the disc version of Virtua Tennis 4 from Sega. I have not played a, you know, and there hasn't been a new tennis game in a while on there. I just got through playing Hot Shots Tennis on PS4 earlier this year and then firing that, giving that a go. Oh, man, that the gameplay on it it's super slow when compared to hot shots and it's just it's funny to compare the two uh but uh you know when you're sitting there trying to react to a ball coming to you you actually have to load your uh, reaction up ahead of time you have to hold down a button to be able to go in and you know uh do a particular move with your um player on there and i'm just so used to the twitch gameplay with the hot shots tennis it's going to take me uh some time to get used to uh how virtual tennis 4 is so on there so i'll see if i continue to play around with that i just remember it during the dreamcast era with virtual tennis 1 and 2 and especially i played a lot of 3 2 uh virtual tennis 3 on uh, xbox 360 and i just never noticed that being so uh where you know with the reactions you have to react like you know two three seconds ahead before the ball reaches to you and it's like you know by the time i was playing it last night i just said okay i'm gonna go to bed and we'll put this on ice for later point in time so (laughs) so those are my adventures right now um uh basically i'm looking to get my pc uh get uh, the wii u finally back out and so that's one of my next kind of goals on as far as getting hooked up in the living room um, i'm gonna come up with uh, some sort of mini system solution because i have like an essay an nes mini a genesis mini and the nes mini on there and i all want to have them hooked up but what i'm gonna try to do is basically just if i want to play like a genesis mini i'm just gonna unplug the hdmi from the genesis mini and plug it into the you know whatever system i want to plug it into at the time that way i have all systems displayed and uh, basically just have them using one hdmi out so on there so that's what my big game master plan and you know, since i have playstation vr i do want to play that i've not played that since i moved i moved like a year and a half ago so but yeah joe's mm-hmm. interior design what what i've been <laughs> doing on here uh so vital but that's your version of shed I've, talk right you got it man <laughs> what i've been up to so all right well Our next topic that we're going to jump into is a little bit of news. So Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off with what's been shaking and baking in the gaming industry as of late? Yeah, there's been quite a few little things kind of coming up. You know, we just had less time to, you know, uh, be able to 
you know, take a look at big items per se, but a lot of little things have come through the wire on there. And since we're all hunkered down, <laughs> we'll take a look at a few of these. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, um, there was a, a, a release date announced on Nintendo eShop for April 23rd, but the dot emu then came out later on that same day and said that the, the date is not final or confirmed that all the game will be available quote unquote soon on there the release date is not correct on there so there's uh they did announce though that they have a price point for the game so the price point for the game is uh, 24.99 on there which uh, i'm grateful i picked up the limited run version the standard version because that is only an additional 10 bucks uh, 34.99 on there so and uh, Right now, the pre-orders are available, and we'll close a week after the game's digital release. So just in case if you do want the physical version, I'd say go ahead and go to Limited Run and go grab that on there. So, But uh, uh, they did announce, though, uh, once they clarified this, uh, they are going to be bringing back 12 characters from the uh, first three games unlockable and playable in the original pixel versions with movesets and abilities unique to their respective games on there. So so that brings up the total playable roster count to 17 playable characters wow. on there. And you're able to switch to the background music of Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 on there as well. So the characters from Streets of Rage can will be able to call the cops for the special moves while the characters from Streets of Rage 3 can sprint and roll through environments. So you going to get different versions of the Streets of Rage characters depending on their particular games like Axel and Blaze on their Skate and Max and more make up the roster of pixel art characters on there. So so take a look at the game. I know I'm pretty excited for it on there. We'll have to take a look and see. Um, Streets of Rage 4 will be uh, having uh, new Lush drawn animations, combat abilities, fresh tracks, from the amazing team of composers, so on and so forth. So, so take a look. I know the game's going to be on Xbox Games Pass for you Xbox fans out there. Uh, up to four people can play offline for the first time and take the city back. So if you want a couch co-op, you could play up to four players on there. And uh, there's braised chicken everywhere. It's one of the uh, key features, according to <laughs> the <laughs> developer on there so just look for your canned chicken inside every barrel that you ever would want so <laughs> on there so looking forward to it uh, it's going to be out soon so probably within i would say in the next month on there so and so i know it's going to take a minute for limited run to get my copy over to me so i'll be um finally utilizing my xbox games pass for something and maybe checking out on there before getting my physical copy but uh any opinions you guys streets of rage 4 looking forward to it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm definitely gonna be 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 checking that game out. Yeah, I enjoyed when I played at, what, at PAX. You know, we both had a chance to play it. Me and Des, and yeah, we played for a little bit, right, Des? I mean, <clears> I watched you. I watched you play most of it, but um, but I was down. Like, it looks like it's gonna be a really fun game. So I am, I'm really here for it as well. Um, yeah. I'm probably gonna end up getting a limited run copy. Uh, especially if it's going to be that close, um, um, in price, in, in yeah. Price. yeah, yeah, it's like I, ten I, bucks plus shipping. It's like I, I know it'll be, and I know it'll be a minute before I get it, but that's fine. Yeah, it could, it'll probably be one of their um, best buy 
releases too because limited run does have a lot of their games go to best buy at some point so yeah so definitely take a look at that and also in, in the same genre the river city girls is getting a new patch on there the patch is actually out now for switch and xbox one on there so with the new patch you are able to get a new ending by fighting the secret boss in the game so so uh you could go through the game with the hasebi and uh, mommy's earrings equipped to begin the secret boss fight and you get hasebis uh, for beating the game and then acquire mommies for breaking every sabu statue on there so and you're able to get a alternate ending on there the patch also adjusts the control so it's easier to travel to different areas or to talk to people and fixes different bugs and technical issues so uh, right now the playstation 4 patch is coming but um it's not out yet but for xbox one and for the switch the patch is indeed out so we can take a look forward to that on there i know you bought the game des have you dived into it yet or is this something on your backlog right now no i played it a couple times Oh, it's pretty good. It, it is really something that you you really should enjoy with a friend. So, if um, but you guys bought it for um PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation. So if it goes on sale, uh, I might double dip. But I got it for Switch, and so I have a physical copy, and I've played it on the Switch. So, yeah, and I enjoy it. I I, I thought it was a great game. I thought the um the character animations were great. The comic book style was was really good. It really kind of makes me think that Kevin might have been onto something with those Kunyaku games. So uh <laughs> might have to might have to go back and look and see which which one of those I might I might need to check out. So might get that collection too. I mean mm-hmm. we're kinda of waiting for that collection to get announced physically, but you yeah, know I was thinking about that honestly too. Um <clears throat> so you never know. Think Actually going- the the Kunio Kun game that I would recommend um uh, if you've got access to a PC is underground river city underground that I think that is probably the unsung or unspoken gem in that in the Kunio Kun universe right now of, of of more modern games. Uh, It's like, it is a, it, it, that game is so much fun. I mean, I, I really wish it would come to console with, because it's got online play on PC, but you know, a couple of times that I've jumped in, nobody's playing it. But oh. I really wish that would be a, that would get announced for console because uh, I think it would have uh, a new a new a, a new online lease on life and being able to jump in with a couple of people and you know there are secret bosses, secret moves, and I mean you can get as technical as you want to get with that with the combat in that game. There's some uh I don't know if it's tool assisted or not, but you can you can do like ridiculous combos in that game. Like absolutely ridiculous combos in that game. Um I I can do some of the stuff that I've seen <laughs> with the character I'm using, but there are some, there are some, I mean, it's like 50, 60 hits on one dude. Like, I mean, just, 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 just ridiculous styling and profiling you can do with each playable character. And it's just, it's, it's an amazing game. So I would recommend, I would, I would, hi, I would that comes highly recommended. Uh, well, 
I know you talked about this before, Kev, but the developers of this game was actually they licensed the the particular license to make this game from Arc System Works on there. So, and I was doing a little digging while you were talking, and there was only three guys that worked on this game, the main guys that program and mm-hmm. brought this game out on there. And so, out of the three, uh, both are out of um, two of the three are out of making games at the moment. The one one guy is making music software, the other guy's working on um, business software, and then the other third guy was hired by Way Forward and worked on River City Girls. So, you know, mm-hmm. so that's where that whole thing went on there. But the people have been asking if they're bringing it out on console, and there's like, you know, basically. And nothing stated because of the fact that they're not even developing games anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah, least... I don't, I don't know what you would do, what, where that, where the light, how the licensing thing would even go when the people aren't even who made the game even aren't in, you know, making games anymore. Yeah, I think it's uh, grab it on PC if you can on there. So. Mm-hmm. All right, and so let's take a look next story to talk about, and then a new remaster is making its way out to console and PC. Uh, Volition and um, THQ are going to be bringing out Saints Row, the third remaster. This is going to be out on May 22nd on there. There's a trailer video that just got released with the announcement that shows kind of what the game looks like there's a lot of graphical enhancements and updates for uh, current hd systems on there so take a look at that another benefit of this particular um, package is that you'll get all of the dlc the add-ons including gangsters in space genkai bowl the seven and the trouble with clones on there the game uh, was announced it will be out physically and digitally of course on there uh for 40 bucks on there 39.99 on there so and so they stated that they have a remodeled and retextured and updated characters cars and weapon models a new lighting engine and other adjustments on there um basically and then people will also be able to play alone or cooperative co-op with another person only online multiplayer will be available it's not going to support couch co-op on their uh, pc version and fortunately will only be on the epic game store so if you do have some sort of <laughs> prejudice against epic game store uh put that in your back pocket if need be on that so i'm interested in this personally but i'm probably not going to want to spend 40 bucks on this even with some hell no shiny buttons on there kind of what we talked about burnout paradise remastered hell no i will wait (laughs) until it gets like like ten dollars like make a new saints row reboot the franchise stop stop doing this they're probably working on one right now but it, it just happens to be where that publisher loves to you know remaster and put stuff on different stuff so it's like people people need to get their funding in order to make these new games like i get but mm, i don't know yeah i'm kind of yeah i got other new new games to play and i know i when i booted up my ps4 ps3 last night saints row the third is on that dashboard it it was like a playstation psn game of the month ps plus game of the month at some point so if i really want to play it you know there you go. With the, I, I don't have to spend one red cent on there, on there to be able to play it. So, uh, but if I like it enough, who knows? You know, maybe I'll pick this up when it's down to ten, fifteen bucks. So. It have to be like ten dollars for me to pick it up. Unfortunately, 
This looks like cap? a good. This looks like a good Steam sale get. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, not even on, it's not even on. Well, Steam, so. oh yeah, that's right. It's on Epic. Uh, huh? Well, maybe if they start doing deals or if they do sales, I don't know. I've never, I've never, I don't have an Epic account, but um, yeah, if they, if it comes out on on the cheap on the Epic Store, it might be where I'd get it. You might want to check Epic, even though you know have an account. You can get two free games a, a week, basically <laughs> three games sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. So it just depends if you want to have said two, three games a week or not. But you know, games are games. I got like hundred games on my Epic Game Store account. You know, so so. Mm-hmm. But all right. I just like the way Steam works. It, it Steam just works. You know, I, I don't have to have a card. I don't have to worry. I don't have to put. I don't even have to put my PayPal on there. I just go get. It's so easy just to get some Steam card somewhere and just going by it, it, steam just just makes it easy <laughs> for sure you know so we'll see all right next news story uh if you didn't know there was a new inside xbox this week so all the hosts were um basically streaming from their house including there was a nice little intro from uh phil spencer as well on there but uh, they covered a few things wanted to kind of give people something other than what's going on currently in the world as far as look forward to uh first thing on the docket is they announced a release date for grounded the game from obsidian uh the one that we talked about before on the show on there it's going to be uh released on early access for both steam and xbox game preview uh on july the 28th on there so uh, they have a new trailer and it does have a single player campaign as well on there the trailer did focus on the single player campaign on that so you know if you're interested in reenacting honey i shrunk the kids <laughs> uh, definitely something to take a look at and obviously if you have games pass you don't have to make any sort of extra monetary <laughs> investment on there i kind of almost wish in the way that they would just wait till these games are actually done before releasing them it's to their detriment i think to release a lot of their games as a service early on there especially if you want to charge you for it yeah because i don't know it just seems like you know what from what people have said of sea of thieves um uh, state of decay to that the games as they exist now are a lot better uh, then, uh, you know, when they were at launch and unfortunately at launch is when you get the, you know, obviously everyone interested and invested into the game on there. They got to start so. getting their money. Come on now. You know, they don't know. There's just, they bought these, they, they bought these studios for a reason, Joe, you know, know. We, we, we sell it as a service and just keep working on it. That would honestly yeah. be like getting a car, but the car only has like half an engine or you can, or you can only drive the car for like. Maybe three days out of the week, then you got to take it back in to get to get serviced, you know. So yeah, the 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 car looks great, but you know we're not gonna be able to to drive it, you know, until later until it's completely fixed. But and that's probably a bad analogy, but you know, I mean, but there's your games as a service for you folks. But but yeah, I will uh, I I will have to pass on Honey I Shrunk the Black folks, as Kevin likes to call it. <laughs> I remember our uh, our friend tweeted us that that they they uh they spit out their food when Kev said "Honey, I shrunk the black folks," and I just I was just tickled, I was just tickled about that. That was so funny. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of which, uh, uh, as far as games as a service in Microsoft, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys knew, but uh, Bleeding Edge was released uh, about two weeks ago. And right now, uh, basically on Twitch, uh, someone on Thursday went ahead and took a look how many viewers they had on Twitch. They had 31 viewers on Twitch watching Bleeding Edge gameplay <laughs> on there. And then on Mixer, they had nine people watching um, streams of Bleeding Edge on there. So, That's sad. <laughs> wow. And I took a look. Um, what else was on Twitch? And, Passion and, Project Strikes Again. You know what? Assassin's Creed 3, 157 viewers. Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13, 51 viewers. So, NBA 2K17, 32 viewers. So, you know, obviously you got other games kind of... Um, gathering more of the eyes uh you know they were fable 3 was had more viewers of fable 3 than bleeding edge on twitch so so uh we'll have to see but you know a lot of people when asked uh, didn't even know the game came out they weren't even aware the game came out so so we'll have to see i mean i wasn't uh, until you, know. you said something that's why i was like oh <laughs> this is already out yeah yeah bleeding edge came out well because yeah. i started seeing like things about it from the um, the uh, YouTubers that I watch and 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 those folks, you know, as people started talking about guides and stuff, because you know, that's that's you know one way they make their money and all that. But I was just like, oh, this is they're they're doing this, you know, because they got advanced copy or something. I had no idea it was already out until you mentioned it. So yeah, that came out two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bleeding Edge is not on the uh, cutting edge. Bleeding I guess. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And no one's rushing them to the. It does ER. not look good. It does not look like any kind of fun whatsoever. I, I'm, I'm not surprised at, at that. But you know, people are people are probably looking at that. It's like, well, I I might as well just go play Overwatch. That's yeah. what a lot of people were saying. Uh, I was just looking at the Resetera thread about it, and uh, basically it was saying that uh, you know this doesn't seem like uh, something that could have should have been released it should have maybe it took a little bit more time on it to be able to get some momentum with it but yeah pretty much as felt like it had zero marketing on there mm -hmm. so well in better xbox news though they did announce that gears tactics has gone gold for pc it's coming for xbox later this year on there if you didn't know gears tactics is actually a prequel to the first gears of war on there and it features the father of the protagonist of gears of war 5 uh was kate i think is her name my, my, my yeah. on there yeah, so it's it gonna kate. yeah featuring her father gabe diaz as the um lead protagonist in the game on there so so, and I watched a little bit of the footage. It actually looks good. It kind of reminds me of uh, like a turn-based XCOM type game on there. And what people have played and impressions I've seen, at least on social media and whatnot, seemed like they uh, felt like the game was really done well on there. So, so I'll have to take a look. That's going to be out on PC on April the 28th on there. So if you happen to have Game Pass Ultimate, you could give that a uh, check on there you know for that so and then last but not least there's more uh xbox game pass additions and subtractions 
on that. Um, main gets as far as on the console side, uh, Journey to the Savage Planet has uh, been announced and released for the service. Uh, also, during the trailer, they, they announced a new DLC caught, called Hot Garbage that is out now <laughs> for Journey to the Savage Planet. So, you know, that's a game where, you know, I should get back to or even start up because I was super excited playing it at PAX and I have this sense of uh, just feeling guilty about not giving it a go. Yeah, I played it. It's a pretty fun game. You know, it, it's built for two, you know. So if you want to play it, let me know. I'll help you through it. I got I got pretty far on it. You know, I don't want to say that I almost got to the end, but I got I got pretty far on it. So it's just, I don't know. It's just a silly game. And if you're on Xbox Game Pass, hell, you could play multiplayer. So if you want to play anyone that's listening, just let me know. I think out of the three of us, I'm the only one that has an active Games Pass subscription, right? Probably. I've got, I've got one. I, I, I activated, I activated the other half of my six month thing that I bought from this past Black Friday. I could, I could put it like a day or so ago. So. Oh, I'm, right I'm, on. Though. We I'm could tag team. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Okay, well, other games that are out for Xbox Games Pass, Alvesta Chronicles, which is a JRPG I had no knowledge of on there. It was published by uh, What Kimco. game was that again? Oh, sorry, I missed it. Alvesta Chronicles. Alvesta? So, um, I never heard of it. I never heard of it either. Yeah, unfortunately, there's this old uh, developer called Kimco. It has been releasing games since the NES era, but uh, it seems like as of late, they released a lot of uh, 16-bit inspired JRPGs on there, which uh, gets like you know middling ratings. You know they're not really too prominent. Uh, they do sometimes release physical versions of their games through limited run on there, but uh, you know I'm just kind of curious because I've never heard of the game before, and I did a little research and found it was a mobile port. So you know I'll mm. have to take a look to see, especially since it's on Games Pass, if it's decent enough to give it a gander on there. So. And then, to no surprise, they also announced uh, Yakuza Kiwami coming out for um, Games Pass on console soon. First time it has been on Xbox. So, so if you're a Yakuza fan and you haven't played them on PS4 and you only have an Xbox, guess what? You can play it on Games Pass and on Windows 10. On there for the PC side of the fence, uh, you got Overcooked 2, Alvasta Chronicles uh, Mistover, which is a um, RPG on there stranger things three of the game and then yakuza kawami on there so so take a look at that and then also games pass is coming out in japan and korea on april the 14th on there uh so yeah phil spencer even had a video directed towards the japanese audiences who's speaking japanese in there at least for the beginning and ending portions of it so I know. And if you get a chance to watch the video, it does look like he's stoned because his eyes are like so damn shut. It's like not even. <laughs> Maybe Phil's just not getting enough sleep. But... You know, he's like, look, I'm I'm at home. I ain't got no pants on. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it just focus on the top. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe he exactly. was pants. He's pants just like, look, I ain't got no pants on. Just yeah. chill out. But. Yeah, that, that concludes our Xbox portion of news. So we're going to transition to another favorite topic of the show, uh, Google Stadia. So if you haven't noticed this week, Google has offered uh, Google Stadia free for anyone with a Gmail address. The company announced on Wednesday on there. And you have 
two free months of Stadia Pro, including access to nine games for free right now on there. So if you are interested in Stadia, by all means, uh, you do not have to have a Chromecast. You do not have to have a Google um, Stadia controller. You could play that right now on there. The five, nine games that are included with Stadia Pro at the moment, uh, Destiny 2, the collection, uh, Grid, uh, Guilt, which is a Stadia exclusive by Tequila Works on there, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, Hang a Giggle Mesh, Giggle Mech, if I'm saying that properly, Serious Sam Collection, uh, Spitling, Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, and Thumper on there. So, and if you want to give it a shot, by all means, give it a shot. But those are the only games you will have access to on there, unless you decide to buy a game on Stadia for some reason or another. So, so with everything Snake that, oil. Snake oil. <laughs> exactly. Well, with yep. everything I have to play currently, I'm not sure if I'm going to sign up for this. I, are, well, you even, are you serious? Oh, I want to maybe check out the game that is Stadia exclusive because oh, nah. Tequila Works, uh, nah. they released that game Rhyme, if you remember, Des. That's fine, but no, I'm not going to sign up that for no. I am paying you 60 bucks for nothing. Sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I can't download that to an external hard drive. I can't play it on my PC. If, if Google walks away from this tomorrow, I'm, I'm SOL. Nah. Mm-mm. Snake oil. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, I would only do it to check out guilt. That's all. And that's it. You should be there. guilty for even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> nah, well, it is what it is. Gotcha. Well, let us know, listeners, if you're interested, if you're signing up and what your impressions are, if it runs good or with, unfortunately, these Internet infrastructures kind of breaking down with uh, good old Concast, as uh, President Trump likes to refer them <laughs> on there. So we'll have to see how that goes. Yes, yes. Uh, please, share us how you uh, – please, please, folks, if you're going to do streaming, do do – do the Microsoft one. At least you can own your games. At least you still own your games through that through the, their, their cloud. Don't waste your money on this BS. I mean, I mean seriously, it, it, you might as well just flush your sixty bucks down the toilet because because if if Google walks away from it, and they probably will because based off how this this Stadia has been received, you're you've just you just lost your money. You can't download those things to a hard drive. You can't play them on your PC. You can't do anything with those "quote unquote" games that you purchased on Stadia. It's it's. <clears throat> Don't waste your money. <laughs> I'd probably recommend GeForce Now of all the services because you can basically play your libraries, you know. But right now I'm home twenty four seven, so I don't have any need to play on the go either. So, mm-hmm. so. That's where anything that at least lets you own your content yeah don't don't put your money into something that does not let you own your content and that's you know hey you want to flush your money down the toilet who am i to tell you (laughs) what to do with it but it's just you know i personally i work too hard for my money just to just to just to give just to flush it down the toilet somewhere and this is just this is just a, a, a this is a toilet a toilet bowl shaped 
gaming platform that Stadia is just asking you to throw their money down in. And I, I just, I just can't, can't do it. Can't do it, bro. <laughs> can't do it. All right. Well, hopefully I have better news for you. And this trans- bad transition is transitioning over to Ubisoft and Uplay. So starting next Tuesday, they are offering Assassin's Creed 2 free on there so if you have a pc and uh, you got some free time guess what you could download assassin's creed 2 for free a lot of people consider it as the best game in the assassin's creed series on there um they also will be offering both brotherhood and revelations at a steep discount as well on there so so keep in mind you play is still out there i mean they put their games up they have other games on their uh, particular platform you could buy directly uh, from ubisoft as well and they do have a free like all you can eat version like uh, ea access so that's something to keep in mind on there and i don't know if that's something you guys would think about going back and playing assassin's creed 2 but uh, i know i have it already on ps4 on the remastered collection so probably not even going to touch this but I'm just figuring to throw it out there for people out there that maybe have some free time and uh, have a lack of available fundage to be able to play something for free. So, mm-hmm. All right. And we're going to get to the big dog of the news uh, this particular week. And it has to do with uh, PlayStation. And they basically, for whatever reason, have not unveiled the PlayStation 5 yet. But they announced the what's going on with the controllers. So the controller was unveiled. Uh, that's called the DualSense on there so in the dual sense uh, basically a, a two-tone look it's like if you haven't had a chance to look at it yet it's uh, mainly white with some black stylings on it on there and uh, they announced some of the features on the controller as well so um, the light bar placement is not directly on the top of the controller anymore it's kind of flush within the touchpad on there so you could still see it but uh, there's no direct light coming from the top on there um, it does have haptic feedback on the triggers uh, haptic feedback on the buttons and then adaptive triggers on there so what they said haptic feedback can bring to gameplay they said the variety of powerful sensations quote unquote like the slow grittiness of driving a car through mud on there haptic feedback is the same technology behind the nintendo switch's hd rumble and uh, the xbox series x control will make use of it as well on there uh, the adaptive triggers on the l2 and r L2 and R2 buttons will introduce different senses of resistance with trigger presses that can work in tandem with dual senses haptic feedback to make gameplay interactions more immersive. According to Sony, adaptive triggers will make so you can feel the tension of your actions like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow, aka Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on there uh, also features a rechargeable battery just like all the previous DualShock controllers did. Hopefully it has longer battery life. Uh, has a USB-C port instead of micro-USB, so at least you could use that. Um, it does have a built-in mic into the controller itself, so if you need to chat with friends uh, real quickly, um, you could do it through the controller on there. 
And then instead of the share button, they uh, have a similar place button there, but they're calling it the create button on there. So and what they uh, state is that we're once again pioneering new ways for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world or just to enjoy for themselves on there. So we're going to find that probably when they unveil the OS and let us know what's going on with the PlayStation 5 on there but uh looks a little bigger looks like uh more like an xbox controller in my opinion on there it looks like yeah. an astro c40 to me i like an astro c40 <laughs> I, yeah but uh you know at least we got some good sense about what the direction they're going in but i like the look of it uh, hopefully the functionality is great with it uh, any opinion guys about any of the form factor or the controller itself? I don't. Um, I don't personally. Looks I good to me. Yeah, yeah, just I'm ready to. I want to see what's going to look like when I play it. You know, looks being what they are. Yay, it's great, perfect. But I want to see what it looks like. You know, I want. I want sorry, I want to see what, it, what how it plays. Yeah, to me, I could look at pictures of a controller all day long, but uh, you know, until I. It's it's the input device I use. I want to see what the input device is controlling. You know, so I kind of wish in a way that Sony would just get on with it and just release all the information they have and put all their cards on the table. But uh, we'll see. I'm not sure why they're being so you know uh, incremental with their news uh, releases on here. But uh, I just they got, to... they got games for this gen to sell you. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> You got you got Uncharted, you know, not Uncharted. You got The Ghost of Tsushima, and you got The Last of Us Two. Even though they've been, uh, Last of Us Two has been uh, delayed. Uh, they're not gonna. They don't want to do anything to jeopardize the sales of those two potentially genre redefining games. And that's. I think it's as simple as that. I mean. If I've got if I if if I've got some stuff that still that I still need to sell you for stuff for equipment that you already got, um, I'm not going to be quite in such a push to show you the stuff that I want you to spend another several hundred dollars on at the end of the year because I want you I need you I need you on board with what with for the gear that you got right now. I, I think it's it's probably just that it's probably just that simple. They, Xbox threw it all out there because they ain't got nothing for the rest of the year, really. And they're more they're more eager to get this next generation started, considering the trampling they got this gen. So yeah, this it's it's more beneficial for them to to get the to throw everything out there and this is what you're gonna get, but. Sony's got some some stuff they want to sell you for the gear you got right now. So, me personally, I'm in no rush to see this stuff. You know, I want to play Ghosts and I want to play Last of Us, and I have a crap ton of games that I'm working through with the gear that I got. So, you know, they can take their time. They can take their time as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm in no rush for next gen to start. I, I'm really not because I got a I've got a crap ton that I still need to play right now. Yeah, I have to agree with Kevin on that. It's like this is all good and all, and I know they're 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 running on this console cycle thing that they created, but I'm not an early adopter. So for me, it looks nice. You know, I wish it wasn't all black matte, 
you know, I, I'm not I'm not feeling I don't know about the two tone, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. And uh, when it drops in price, you know, I might have to pick it up and try it or I'm going to try it at your house, Joe. Either way. <laughs> there you, you know. go. You know? <laughs> one, so. one thing I want to clear up about the, this whole announcement is that um, some people might think that Xbox One already had adaptive triggers. They had impulse triggers on the Xbox One controller. So it's a little bit different. Uh, on there and so uh, basically impulse triggers uh, basically was at the point that was a haptic feedback in the triggers there but uh, there's like small little rumble motors inside of each of the triggers on there but I don't feel like this evolution of a PlayStation controller with the DualSense is PlayStation playing quote-unquote catch-up with the Xbox and now they're on par with the Xbox on there. I think that was stated on another podcast I might have been on this past week <laughs> on there by a particular host saying that they're playing catch-up and they're not playing catch-up. This is something entirely different above and beyond the technology that was included with the Xbox So it's just one. fancy rumble that, 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 that the Xbox One controller has. Correct. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with that, but it's yeah. just it's still basically, you know, rumble technology. This is something completely different. That yeah, basically do. the impulse triggers and the haptic feedback, at least the haptic feedback portion is similar to the, like, the Joy-Con um, feature, like in 1-2-Switch, where you're able to fill the ice cubes in the Joy-Con. Well, there. you know, I, so. I actually played 1-2-Switch on my little nephew's Switch, and... That stuff actually does make it. You do feel sensation. It does. You do feel volume of things moving around. It, it's like there's something in the controller. You actually do. You do. Do. You do feel that. So, um, I'm. I'm. You, you. After utilizing it in the switch, you know, I would. I'm sure it'll be a, a similar. A similar sensation on this controller. Um, but yeah, so, but like I said, I'm in no rush for next gen to start. I got, I got games to play right now. <laughs> and then one last thing to um, Pete Hines, the uh, global marketing and communications uh, head of Bethesda, tweeted about the uh, DualSense and what he stated. Um, on the tweets is I've gotten to try the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers on this thing. I was very impressed. I think games are going to do some really cool things with them on there. And uh, basically when asked about the dual sense controller, it feels different to the previous iteration, the dual shock four. He replied that uh, you sort of immediately forget about a PlayStation four controller. I went back and forth between them and you immediately just want to use the PS five controller. So that's what he had to state about the, the differences between the two on it and his feedback on it, at least. So, mm. so I'll have to see. You know, I'm eager to try it, but, you know, we could talk about a controller until we're blue in the face, but until we actually hold it in our hands, really can't say above and beyond what we've had so far, but uh, we'll see what happens. So, mm-hmm. but uh, this is all the news I have for this episode. If, well, all right. Well, thank you for sharing that information with our listeners, Joe. So we've got a discussion that we have for this episode, which we're calling our main event. And we'll get into that right now. So the question 
we have is with remakes taking the lion's share of attention in the gaming world at the moment, Resident Evil 3 and Final Fantasy 7, what remake would you like to see most out of, of any game you have played in the past? I can I'll 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 just throw out my answer first and that's God Hand. That's mm. That's that's the that's the quick and easy one for me. But for a more in depth discussion that we can have, I'll toss it I'll toss it out to you guys. God hand is my answer to just about everything gaming related. <laughs> Do you think they'll be able to like, you know, basically bring it to the next generation with like new technology or how would you think they would evolve the the game uh, i don't need they... the game to be evolved i i just need i would be perfectly happy for them to present god hand as it is gameplay mechanics all that if you want to give me some 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 you want to put some spit shine on the graphics you want to put some spit shine on the frame rate hey no problem i'm all so, for that i just want another god i just want either I would be happy with a sequel to God Hand, of course. I would love to see God Hand too, but I am just perfectly fine with God Hand with God Hand One, just maybe with some, you know, some fancier graphics. That that's that's my 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 bar my barrier of entry for God Hand is very low because I'm just such an uber fan of the original game anyway, so. Uh, that's really yeah. the only thing I can say. About. Wow. So for me, it would have to honestly be uh, Jade Empire. I would love to see a remake of that or a sequel. Call it, uh, I don't know, Jade Kingdom or something. But I would really love to see that get uh, a new coat of paint and brought back. I thought that was a very unique take on on that on on the chinese mythology within an action rpg genre and within the action rpg genre and i think that that ip deserves a um a reboot or a restart or a refresh or whatever you want to call it i think that's great i i, I would just absolutely love 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 to see that one uh, again so uh what about you joe you know i love all the games I could think of I played in my life, what I would like to see either a reimagining or a new game of out of the series. And I'm talking about the original Fantasy Star on there. Fantasy Star Four specifically. It was just like one of the greatest Genesis it was the best Genesis turn based Japanese RPGs that I've ever played on there. I played that game to its completion at least a couple of times once it came out. And so I would love to see Sega you know, go back and try to bring that type of gameplay over to the modern era, if need be, on there. I think Sega, and specifically Capcom, Konami especially, have a lot of IPs that are kind of rotting at the vine on there, and that they felt like they could mine that stuff for uh, better um you know use on there i know sega did it like about 15 years ago where they had like um a particular like uh bargain basement uh, company i think they had three ages releasing like uh, modern takes of some of their old older games and it wasn't done well on there so but i would love to see fantasy star 4 come back in some capacity so 
that would be awesome. So, I mean, they just bought, brought back Sekiro Wars, which we never really got too much. It was a game that was mainly popular in Japan. So, I think Fantasy Star 4 would be an awesome, you know, to me, that would be like Final Fantasy 7 remake in my mind. So, mm-hmm. yeah. If I was going to add anything extra, I mean, I'd love to see like a remastered Chrono Cross as well. So, I think that game. Mm-hmm deserves uh, some love i think it's coming up on its 20th anniversary coming up i believe so mm-hmm. yeah um i guess the only the only addendum i would have would i would want god hand in its in its irre- irreverent presentation its original irreverent presentation i don't know if if the politically correct environment that we live in today if a game like god hand could come out at least here in the states, um, and and be received without you know every you know what's her name I forget her name uh, what's her you know the the one the, the Miss I hate all video games uh, oh Anna Sarkisian Anna so yeah without getting without getting blasted by her and people of her ilk I think it was one of those. God Hand was just one of those games that that was it, it's like it's like the burning saddles, uh, 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 blazing saddles rather of gaming in my opinion. I mean, I I can't think of a game where you fight dominatrix midget ver- variant of the Power Rangers and uh, flamingly flamingly gay weightlifters all in the same game, <laughs> and yeah. it's like nobody and it's like it none of that. The game just says, I don't give a F about your personal feelings about any of this. And I, I, it's just something along with the unique gameplay that it got, get God hand is just one of those, it's just one of those games that, that I just don't think even in a remake, uh, without changing anything else about the game, I don't know if something like that could be made again. In, in the social environment that we have now that's so uber sensitive to everything. So it's probably it's best probably a wish that will never happen. <laughs> I like to correct myself but the Nida Sarkisian, not Anna Sarkisian. So. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I just want to correct you. any addendums on yeah. addendums. So I know another game people have been asking for for a year and a day was uh, Legend of Dragon for the PS1 as well. So I've never played that myself, but uh, there's been long uh, since people begging for a re-release of that series or a reimagining of that series. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's uh, just one cautionary thing. I think it's great that we're talking about this and people are doing remakes, but I really hope that they don't they don't take a huge uh, bite out of um, uh, like new IPs and new content, and I know it's you know it's great sometimes to to look at these games and reminisce and and look at the you know the, the new coat of paint, but I just don't want it to be like the norm for us to get these these remakes, you know, because we Yakuza did it, um, uh, uh, Resident Evil is doing it, Final Fantasy is doing it, although. 
Final Fantasy you might be able to make the argument that 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 is an actual completely different game and how it's played. But then if you say that, then that might be thinking about Resident Evil is kind of like a little bit of the same thing. But but again, I I just don't want there to be a ton of remakes, you know, coming out. Like they're nice and all, but I don't want that to be, you know, um I I just don't want that to be, you know, like that like the the, the I don't want to, I'm saying this, I don't want to be the lazy crutch, you know, uh, in order to get, to get money. And obviously the reason why they're doing this is, is probably twofold. One, they can make money for it for very, very little work. Uh, is what it seems like, you know, to, to, to just up that stuff, unless you're building something from ground up. Uh, and, and two, they make a lot of money, you know? So, so again, I just don't want this to be the, the only thing we're getting or the only thing we have yeah. to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think when it it would definitely have to be a remake versus a remaster. A remaster, just like we talked about Saints Row Three. I mean, it's the same thing in that aspect. You know, we're yeah. we're not going to buy it because uh, we already played that game and we know about it, and it could have all the bells and whistles to hear the love or money. But it doesn't matter how good it looks if it plays the same. If it's the same game in of itself by itself, then it is not a remake. It's a remaster. So we're, what we're warning about is remakes on there and. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII is getting a lot of uh, good reviews. A lot of people just different view as far as because it is a a different game. It's the same characters, but they are taking a deeper look at them. And obviously, um, I know that I was reading an interview with the the producer of the game stating that they could have either have basically just uh, took the entire game of Final Fantasy VII remade that with new graphics and just left everything else the same, the script and whatnot, but they wanted to kind of delve into the characters a little bit more and get into the story a little bit more. So that's the reason why they're doing multiple um, you know, versions of the game. That's what their yeah. reason is. So, Well, I mean, you know, nostalgia carries a lot of weight, too. Mm-hmm. You know, carries a lot of weight. Hell, I'm, I'm super excited about a gaming game console that's nothing but nostalgia and that's the Intellivision Amico. <laughs> you know, and that that whole system is based off of remakes. Now granted the, a lot of most of these games haven't been seen since 1978, but <laughs> which actually kind of sort of helps, but I mean the whole concept behind that console is reliving uh those classic games but they've been remade and remixed in such a way that they're new but the mechanics are the same that as they were before you know um i can't wait till that 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 thing comes out i i'm i'm honestly it my my hype level for that is is roughly right around that if not more so than the ps5 right now it's it's you know, but it's because Intellivision just has that much, has that, that spe- holds that special place in, in my gaming heart uh, for reasons that I've, I've talked ad nauseum about before. But, you know, but those are remakes. Those are not, those are not, those are not remasters. They're Night Stalkers being reimagined, Moon Patrol, which I don't, I can't remember if Moon Patrol was even on the original in television at any point. I know it was on was the Atari systems, but 
but they they've got a reimagined Moon Patrol and reimagined Shark Shark. All these games that I either played in the arcade or played at home that have been literally reimagined and look look amazing. Um, and that Amico is just and it's all about remake. So I think they're going to have new IP content as well, but their selling point is is the remake. You know, like Ast- I I saw a video of Astro Smash a couple weeks ago, and I'm just like, oh, oh I can't wait to play it. Can't yeah, wait to I, play it. I think that's one of the launch titles. So it comes actually with every system. So I know it comes in the uh, in the Founders because the Founders Edition is going to come with with a couple different games already preloaded in there. And I got a, just a few days ago, I got my um, notification that uh, because I'm, I, pre, I pre-ordered that I'm going to get some, I'm going to get like first, they call it first dibs, but it's digital. So it's not like they're not, they're going to run out of stuff. <laughs> but when their store goes online, uh, because I'm a founder, I'm a founding member. You know, I get to go in before the general public and start making game purchases and whatnot. And uh, once they get all that stuff figured out and and or announced to the public, you know, that'll be I'll be able to go in and start doing that. But it feels like I I just my hype level for that for that for that little Amico is just like ridiculous right now. Yeah, there's going to be six packing games: uh, skiing, shark, shark. Astro Smash, Farkle, and Cornhole. So, I don't know about these names, but... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the last two, I don't know. Like, eh? and, the, and the sixth game is uh, going to be revealed in the coming months on there. So, mm-hmm. the description of corn, <laughs> Cornhole is the uh, 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 very first home console version of this popular and growing sport, which takes full advantage of Amico's motion control and touchscreen features. Uh, hundreds of unlockables and so many different challenges. I have no idea what that this tells pop- me nothing. Yeah, popular <laughs> and growing sport of cornhole. So, <laughs> have no clue what, what the sport of cornhole is, but uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to pass time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I, I'm. I'll be there for Shark Shark and and Night Stalker and and all that other stuff. Uh, we'll 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 see what Cornhole is. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Trying to do a, I'm trying to do a Google search and maybe have the safe search. I don't know so. if you want to do a Google yeah. search about that. Or that not. <laughs> Think about the children. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> with, with that, oh game nights. Our game nights uh, typically take place on Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, usually taking place on the PlayStation Network, but we uh, we have all the systems. So, if you would like to play with us on another platform, we all have access to Xbox Live, Steam, what have you. Anything on PC, just let us know. And we'll be more than happy to switch that up. But uh, typically the games that are on deck 
to be played. We're going to be Division 2, Final Fantasy XIV, and Monster Hunter World Iceborne on PlayStation. Uh, for games nights on, that take place on Xbox, we're looking at the Fantasy Star Online 2 open beta for that. Um, <clears throat> contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's where you want to send your email to uh, send us your feedback. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you're going to want to send your request to that address. Anything that we have said that you want to respond to or get your own opinions of gaming out to those who also listen to our show, you're going to want to send that to gamingvessels at gmail.com. <laughs> Social media, I can be reached on Twitter at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. Uh, PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuff071, again, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71. Des, where can folks get a hold of you at? All right, you can catch me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 you can also catch me on uh, PSN or uh, at uh, Nemo Tigger, N E M O T G G R. Uh, if you ask to be my friend, which is totally fine, uh, just say that you heard us on, you know, Gaming Vessels. You know, let me know where, where you heard us, you know, because you never know, a lot of spam out there. So, so yeah, uh, Joe, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. On PSN, on Steam, on Nintendo Network, I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And then on Xbox Live and on Uplay, I am Kamunagara, same spelling, 6995. All righty, well... Folks, we want to thank you for joining us, and this brings episode 12 of season 6 to a close. Uh, for those who are observing, uh, we wish you a happy Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Uh, for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, and for Dez, the Bay Area Terror, I am Shonuff71 signing out. We'll be back next week. Peace!